0: hello one and all welcome to the a to the k wrestling show and welcome to get the f out so it's a brand new <laughs> segment that we're bringing uh Anthony or taylor a bit more about that in a That's little true. minute but as you might be able to see we've got some guests joining us this week um so we have the one and only ant and luke from cheap pop wrestling um guys welcome to the show
1: thank you very much it's good to be here
0: <laughs> it's good to have you and also we've got nikolai uh, from the wrestler and the nerd i would attempt to say this in danish however it would sound like an ultimate warrior do it. promo so it. <laughs> um, <Do it. laughs> no you can't make me do it um so nikolai <laughs> welcome as well
2: oh thank you so much but you pr- could probably have the uh possibility to get the worst gimmick ever if you did it in danish so but uh, let, let's return to that a little bit later on yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you can,
0: uh, yeah you can try you can try and get me to say it later
3: on in the show um, yeah, okay. but actually tell the people what this new segment is all about okay so basically what i've done is i've stole the concept of room 101 <laughs> <I> like <laughs> what's happening here yeah. so um, creative genius what what we decided to do was a little bit of a segment with with our wonderful guests here just where we each bring something to the table that is a, a bit of a, a pet peeve in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we'll each pitch our our suggestion of something that should get the F out and then essentially at the end we'll all cast a vote we can't vote for our own item but we have to vote for someone else's and we'll see uh, which one ultimately gets the most votes or which ones even uh, and that will get the f out for this particular segment so well, hopefully we have many more going forward that. many yes. more should, should, be. should yeah. be um but yeah so obviously um
0: with you being the the creator of this the stealer also of the, the segment the theft, yeah. um shall we
3: shall we head to you first and uh, tell us your biggest wrestling pet peeve okay so biggest wrestling pet peeve for me uh, and the thing that i'm going to suggest should get the f out is uh contract signings And I've said, I've probably said this way too much uh, on our podcast, but uh, just the whole concept of, you know, we have this main event that we've been advertising, you know, it's on all the promotional stuff on all the posters, etc. But no, we still have to have the contract signed or it might not happen is all right i know it's wrestling we're meant to suspend disbelief but it's it just pisses me off it really does and um it's 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 an excuse to get everyone in the ring and flip a table as far as i'm concerned how it goes <laughs> yeah and I, I know they've tried different things. Like, I'll give a, like a bit of a mention to AEW tried doing something different with the um, the weigh-in, which was probably <laughs> just as worse. much of a disaster, <laughs> uh, if not more so, to be fair. Yeah. But the the whole concept of like, and it, they only to ever do it with one match as well. Mm. So it's like the like the main event match. So all the others didn't need to be contracted or anything like that. Uh, and you know, especially when you look at the likes of WWE, who quite often uh, they'll start the show with, "Well, we didn't expect this match to happen," so it just seems like. Okay. So when do we need contracts? When do we not? And yeah. uh, I know again, it's, it's all, it's all a story being told, <laughs> but I do, I'm just sick of contract signings. I, really really?
0: I think as well, like <laughs> it's, it's interesting, isn't it? How it's, um, you know, why do some matches need a contract signing and others are just fine. They've, you know, that's cool. They can carry on. But this one needs to have a contract signed. Like, I mean, yeah. sign Are the rest not, you know, <laughs> they're not contracted? Like, what, what the fuck's with that?
1: What I really want to see is, like, a whole Raw right before an event where every match gets a contract signing. It's like, can you imagine a two-night WrestleMania where for, like, a week? It's just like, right, another table. Who's next? Fuck. <laughs> so, basically,
0: night one, sign the contracts, yeah? And then night two, yeah. we'll actually get to the matches. Yeah, you know what? I'll, the I'll be honest.
3: That, that would satisfy me a little bit. <laughs> if, if, if we had that at least it's done right, right. It's done i'd right. be like okay i'm satisfied everything's contractual it's all it's all in the books makes sense to me now for <laughs> <laughs> well, once
4: i'd like to see just a professional contract signing just no shenanigans just sit down very nice it, it's supposed to be professional wrestling is it not so we, come on we need some professionalism in our in our in our contract signings here yeah it's i agree surprising you,
0: me. That, you know like no
1: one brings a lawyer you know what I mean? I was, like, just, I was just gonna say, this that you never see an agent, do you? You never see someone's where's agent like- going, Hold on now, um, I don't <laughs> think my client's getting enough money for where's the representation, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like why, why that's but that could again fix it if, if you have an agent be the one that you know every time he's going through the table, it's not the other guy that the you know, it's not, you know. Braun Strowman that's going through the table when he's fight facing off against Lesnar, it's Lesnar's about to break an agent into It's a corporate stooge. Yes, it's, the yes, the yes, a referee the or poor Adam Pearce is stood there. You yeah, know yeah. what's going to happen.
4: <laughs> they're not very legally savvy. These wrestlers are they? Yeah, they're not bringing the the, the right kind of guys with them.
1: They're not. No, they're really not. Um, actually, and, um, very strange.
2: But I think actually we could see Stokely Hathaway helping MJF. We could yeah. probably see a decent contract signing there,
3: but who knows? Yeah, I hold up hope. Yeah. yeah, I've, I've yeah. Been, you know, I don't know if anyone's willing. Maybe we could try and, and apply a wrestling contract signing in real life. Like I might go yeah. into work and just see if I can flip a table, see what happens.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that in my next appraisal. Yeah, for sure. For sure when, when when i get met with uh, an appraisal is not really the time to talk about a potential pay rise aunt. well then what is it for and just like get up and flip the table yeah. and Attitude try and stun them my boss yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like that. I
0: like that. you know i mean to be fair as well no one can call you out on your shit because you'd be like
1: i've seen this done a thousand times this is pretty much how contract <laughs> siders work this is, yeah, this is my only frame of reference for a contract side. <laughs> yeah. what do you mean i'm going
0: to jail <laughs> exactly just a full-on hr meeting going and oh, here's an example and you know look at this guy there and you know this this time he, he got he got power bombed through the table you know at least i only you know smashed
1: his face so Anthony, yeah.
4: it's okay if you go to jail you'll just be released later that night and you can come back anyway so that's what always happens
1: it's <laughs> it, true yeah true. Oh, yeah it's what we've seen you're saying it's
2: not for real hey it's real to me damn it oh it's still
3: real. To me. it's funny you mentioned it, you know it was, on the cusp of being um, my get the F out was people <laughs> telling you that wrestling's fake, even though we've all known <laughs> oh, since I the nineties it. that I it's argument. fake.
4: Yeah, well, yeah.
3: scripted. I hate using the term fake, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I, it, no matter what, any sort of social media, you always get one in the comments. Telling, yeah, you know it's fake.
1: It's like, yeah,
0: yeah. It's Everyone does. We all.
1: Have. No Spider-Man's not real, right? <laughs> what? Yeah. Come on. It's the it, it's it's the way people get so like like kind of high and mighty about it as well. Like, oh, you know, you know, wrestling's not real, guys. It's like, <laughs> so I'm, I'm onto your I ruse. You, I saw you crying <laughs> at a rugby match two weeks ago. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> if, if you like something, fucking like it. Why, why are you getting all... Yeah, it's like, I'm more than happy watching two grown men beat the living piss out of each other. You go to an English indie show and listen to a chop when you're on the fourth row and tell me that that is... <laughs> You know, that there is no pain felt in that thing. Like Did you I see the, feel the it? you know, you know, the, uh, the the makeup
0: artist slide into the ring in the corner and just apply a <laughs> bit of blush. Like, it's like it's it's like They're on holy print. grail,
1: you've got a man with like two coconut halves stood next to the ring waiting <laughs> for the waiting for the this. chop to like a big symbol to smash. It. You know, it's it's a production
0: at the end of the day. People <laughs> people miss out on the live orchestra. You know, it's they uh, don't realise this.
1: They
3: never get the credit they deserve. You know. Um, so I'm uh, sorry about that. With a slight digression from myself, which yeah. I tend to do. That that was my get the F out. It's, it's contract silence. Okay, so contract mm-hmm. silence number one. Oh, Over so to bad. Luke to talk about your biggest pet peeve.
4: All right, I'm also a digressor, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Strapping guys, this is going to be a long one. Oh. <laughs> yeah let me take a quick swig out of my drink which i'm not going to promote because they have nothing to do with this but i do wish it was a papa mango from
1: top row brew hey. oh, love it in, in, instead it looks like you're drinking urine <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's not promoting this <laughs> <laughs> special
0: brew that we won't talk about
4: special brew right i hate distraction finishes right or cop-out finishes as I like to call him. I thought you'd like that because you're from Liverpool, cop. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let me <laughs> say you don't the like scene. them.
0: Don't like them around here. You oh, you blues. Well, oh yeah, I'm a blue. Yeah, I'm a blue. Don't like the cop. Don't like the cop at all. <laughs> <laughs>
4: See, we're, oh no, We're digressing already. We're on the football. All right. Wrestling. We're on a wrestling podcast. Okay, so here's the scene, right? Your favorite wrestler, he's about to win. They're setting up for a big finish. A claymore's about to happen. Three, two, one. But then, don't you know it? Someone comes down to the ring and then the crowd, you get that old familiar groan. Here we go again. Uh, the heel pulls in the referee who falls for it every time because he's that silly, who apparently can't hear the crowd reaction. The referee is saying to the heel, no, stop trying to pull me in, sir. No, we, we must get back to proceedings here. There's a match happening behind us. Please, sir. No, please let me go. All the while <laughs> the big dumb baby face is oblivious to the heel recovering behind him because he must assess the situation of the new person coming down to the ring, of course. Babyface turns around and surprise, surprise, runs into a spear, a stunner, an F5, a chop, a low blow, what have you, and the tribal chief retains. Same old stuff. Here's why it's bad. Here's why I hate it, right? It's a lack of commitment to a definitive winner, which I think is missing a little bit in, in wrestling uh i think you know we're sold that this is a competition but there's just you know a little bit too many shenanigans um and there's you know it it leaves kind of a flat feeling i think there's more of a satisfying finish when there's a, a definitive winner and especially sort of in uh today's uh you know short attention span you know we want a winner on the night uh the another thing uh don't quite like about it too, is I think it leans into the the dumb referee narrative. Uh, you know, what about, why don't we change the culture for referees, make them a little bit smarter? So therefore it is a lot more significant when they do get fooled on occasion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know who, who in HR is talking to these referees because like, they mustn't be having performance reviews. They just can't. <laughs> Like... No, you know what? Like, like
0: <laughs> there's gonna be an absolute steal in the insurance market for you know referee insurance. Do you know what I mean? Have you been injured at work? Like it's not it's not in their job description, Jeremy. You know I mean? They're just there to count and if you know who wants to be a referee in this business, Jeremy? You know I mean? They just must be, they must be the richest. You...
1: Did they team? still have did they still have a head referee? Because like Nick Patrick used to be head referee, didn't he and L haven't? Oh yeah. Did yeah, they I'll still have, have, have like well, a probably. and then and then again, yeah, what is the right, I'm going up to Connecticut for my for my one so on. Uh <laughs> how, how what do you think about you know what, what I did this week? Uh yeah, great. Um, I mean, you know, there was one match lost control. Someone got hit in the head with a chair. Um, there was, yeah, you got distracted twice in one night. Yeah. And then someone had their foot somebody... on the ropes three times this, this yeah. month. Um... Yeah. But uh, no, I'll tell you what, just keep doing what you're doing. All good.
4: <laughs> uh, Nick, could you tell me why, when Brock Lesnar was going for his F5, that you decided to stand right next to him so that he would swing his. Kofi Kingston
0: into Every you. Every time. I, you, you know down. what? Like, That's has to be another move that is so, like, referee avoidance needed.
3: In, in it's terrible. It's, it's so, terrible. so sad posted. Yeah, I, I love the fact that your example included the, uh, the Claymore because that is probably the most uh, devastating uh, sort of distraction I've seen in recent years was uh, <laughs> we were off our seats for Clash at the Castle and the fact that he lost is just... I know some people love the fact that the Tribal Chief is still uh, in place and you know that's fair enough but um, just the way Is it finished was just devastating time,
0: though, because he did it at Mania with, with Bobby he was the worst distraction finish ever he was like oh I better look over this You know, it was just it was awful and I was like what are you doing kick him in the face it's It's, yeah. <laughs>
4: it's terrible it's such a cop out it, uh, it it doesn't I, I can't see how it makes the baby face look truly strong if he's not got the right amount of intelligence you know what I mean It yeah. it just it, when it's done too much, no, it just it, it
3: yeah. falls kind of flat. No, um, I tell you, but it's as easy. It almost looks like it's as easy as I'm going. But what, Drew, what's that? What's <laughs> that over there, Drew? I mean, they got close to clash, didn't they? <laughs> carrying cross through his water at Drew. He was I, like, oh, I really. Okay, sorry, slight digression, but I really hate it. Like, <laughs> carrying cross is like a badass, and what they made him do was go splash <laughs> it with, with a bit of water. Yeah, yeah, of it. With it a bit a of feel water, feel like he's at sea world, not, Nothing else happened. Bit oh, of volvic.
1: Bit of volvic to the face, <laughs> especially because. As well, like we got we really got spoiled with Eddie Guerrero and how mm. he would do his kind of distraction fake DQs, <laughs> like his yeah. little, you know, his shenanigans. And and you you see things like that and you get a glimmer of oh my god, this actually could be an amazing formula for a match, but then nobody else or very few people clearly have the intelligence or just the patience to come up with something else like that. Cause yeah. those, like you know, the untying of the boot. And the slamming the chair on the floor and the Passover and those kinds of things were absolutely incredible. Yeah,
3: yeah, you just don't mm-hmm. see them executed like that now. You're, you're no, so. no, you don't. You don't.
4: MJF's good at um, you know getting caught about to do sh- some <coughs> shenanigans. I think he plays into that quite well. Yeah, um, I think in AW the
0: referee situation is a whole different level, though, isn't it? It's like, how can we be in this match
1: more? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not about you. (laughs) (laughs) This is my moment. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Nikolai? Have you got any
0: thoughts on distraction
2: finishes? Oh, yeah, Uh, a lot, because (laughs) (laughs) I could easily talk maybe just as long as Luke could. But sometimes I really think that they give this extra thing to a match. So sometimes they could work, but they rarely do. They rarely do because they had to be executed very well and with with that kind of a wrestling charm, as I call it, sometimes because that you you know that the distraction is coming, but it's executed so well that you can't just you will get a warm wrestling heart.
1: Mm. Yeah.
2: So, so so distractions, yeah sometimes
1: that was my <laughs> issue with yeah a aw in the early days when you had everybody was in a faction yeah so it was like you're not allowed to you know it was like step one sign your contract step two which faction are you going in because no one's allowed <laughs> to just be a lone wolf in this <laughs> bloody it's organization but then but then even like you even Moxley had Eddie Kingston, and it was like, why just let him just let him if you're gonna at least have one bloody rogue like CM Punk came and then instantly but he joined up with the people he was supposed to be fighting against. But it was you know, it you, you always had people at ringside, so you always had three or four other people, and you just thought well, at some point this is gonna end up just turning into chaos. You know, but I'd never that's... really thought about that. But even, like, one of their storylines in the early years
3: was uh, trying to get Hangman, Hangman Page to join uh, the Dark yeah. Order. The whole idea was, like, you're not in a faction. We don't like yeah. that. I never thought <laughs> about it. So it's all just it? a bunch of crits, right. isn't it? They're
0: all just trying is, to yeah. kill
3: themselves first. That's how it works. Get
0: in it, our it, faction and we'll be the ones to walk ourselves.
1: And then, But it's also a really good way of, uh, it appears anyway, for for tony and the booking committee to deal with the women's division he's like right you're either a good woman or you're a bad woman and then that's kind of your faction and then again at some point we'll just throw you in a six women tag and then out of that we'll get a rivalry between two of you and then we'll just <laughs> stick that on repeat but yeah it, you're always looking outside the ring for that right where's the distraction coming who's getting involved um you're probably on something there to be honest <laughs> good
2: one, but, good one. Yeah, but I think actually you underestimate that uh, faction thought because a very large company is quite good at copying that at the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, very true, actually. Like, yeah, MLH so is, that's love loving faction wars, isn't he? Yeah, he, to be fair,
2: yeah. He's actually,
3: actually be a really excited war games.
2: Yeah, but he's faction horny, you could say. <laughs>
3: I mean, how
0: else
4: are you
3: going to? That sounds get like all a T-shirt.
0: waiting to happen right <laughs> yeah.
2: there? We
0: love <laughs> sure. inventing T-shirts, the pro wrestling T's, denied <laughs> on a weekly basis, <laughs> regular. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Nikolai, <laughs> do, um, do you want to do you want to tell us your? One?
2: Oh yeah, actually, the word gimmicks—that's my pet peeve. I could actually—I have teased a little bit early on today about some crazy gimmicks, but actually, I want to take you uh, bird hunting. And one of the worst ones is actually a turkey way back in the 90s or something <laughs> like that. that uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful gimmick. How can you, in wrestling, put a large egg to a show just being there, teasing? Whoa,
1: oh, oh!
2: Something <laughs> exciting will happen. We have a big, big reveal here. And they're teasing and we're waiting and whoa, I was, I was quite excited. And suddenly that egg popped or cracked and wow, a turkey is coming out. What a genius idea. That was so genius, actually. Wrestling and birds, what better way to combine things, actually. And think I said, about I that. That's what it was missing. Uh, yeah yeah you're so right actually see that's a quite genius one because you want to uh, reveal a mascot for <laughs> for your promotion and what better way to do it by putting it in an egg and maybe put a great wrestler into it as well actually it was a guerrera at first that started in the egg so so actually but it didn't went well and they tried to uh, revive that great uh, gimmick a few times, well, what can you say? Very little success. But this is actually not the worst one. Actually, the worst one was, I can't remember if you can remember something called the Yeti. It was way, way, way back. But the funny thing, a Yeti should probably be a large animal with (laughs) claws and so on. And Whoa, and out comes a mummy. So (laughs) there's something there I just don't really understand. And then the mummy was put to sleep and was revived as a ninja yeti. (laughs) Wow, a ninja costume, a yeti in a ninja costume. Wow, that's great. But as I teased, I must reveal the best one (laughs) was Shotmaster.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I yeah Absolutely. i love that one
2: that is so classic you cannot laugh more i i can continue laughing every time i see that because it's so strange how can you how can you think that quiz want to put someone with a glimmer stormtrooper mask and call him shock master and make a promo where he stumbles upon a piece of wood because someone has put it there just before the promo is about to start. And then he should actually, he should have broken through the wall, but he stumbled, fall, and then lost his mask for everyone to see who it was. And boom. That was the great top boat.
0: <laughs> I would love to be a fly on the wall to when they are yeah. coming up with Shockmaster yeah. and going, "What, what's the look we want for this?" I know. <laughs> let's. Uh, let's... You've seen Star <laughs> Wars, right? <Yeah>. Stormtroopers, <laughs> glitter. Well, that's what the kids love. That's just bam. Yeah.
1: It, it screams if it screams of someone heard the story about you know with Halloween and the Michael Myers mask. Someone going, well, I heard that they took a Jim Kirk mask and just widened out the eyes and painted it white. So what if we take a stormtrooper and someone else is like, I know exactly what you're going to say. Leave it with me. And then they, yes. turn, up, they turn up to a TV and yeah. he's covered it in glitter. But but there's
2: also so much other great crazy stuff like, you know, the old one, Bastion Booger. who really names a wrestler after a booger. <laughs>
0: I think Vince went on like yeah. a, an absolute, like he, he he loved just like coming up with like witty names, didn't he? Do you remember? Yeah. Um, like um, Phineas, um, I, Godwin and
3: the other one, it was like Pig and Hog. And it was oh, like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Well done Vince, that's genius. Like,
3: yeah. then, I mean, JR's like done it a couple of times and he went, didn't he try and push um, Bugger Red as a nickname on Undertaker for a while for no oh, reason? Probably. I mean, Undertaker was nearly gobbledygooker. <laughs> There was a rumour going around. Oh my God. He came into the company
0: yeah. around that time and he was like, "Yeah, going was- fucking <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, he actually, uh, his first appearance was actually on the same show as the couple of Cougar appeared. So, so that was, it could have been him, yeah. I mean,
4: it's know, well like documented, the that documented that Vincent Mann, sorry, well documented that Vincent Man did smoke a lot of grass back in the day as did Jim Ross and they had many <laughs> car rides together. So yeah. you can kind of understand. No.
0: That was WWE creative
3: back in the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, in a way, though, when you if you look at, like, say you take The Undertaker and you go, well, what we're going to do is going to have, like, a like a, a zombie kind of guy. You know, he's, he, he's died. He's come back alive. We're going to bury him a few dozen times during his career. It sounds ridiculous in itself, but it works. Mm. So I suppose, in a way, it's like, how do they know what's going to work and what's not? And I'm not trying to defend a giant turkey here. <laughs> I was <laughs> Kind of sounds like
1: you are. <laughs> oh,
3: I do yeah. to be fair. No, with I, mean, with
0: the be right, fair, I think with I, the right I, kind I, of know, I think the WrestleMania match that we all want that we never got was um Gobbledygooker versus May Young's son, the hand. Of That's, course. Yeah. Oh. It's gonna be the my you know my two my two <laughs> favourite yes. gimmicks, um yeah. square enough.
1: The hand. So. Jesus Christ, the hand.
2: But but that one with the A could actually have worked if they had put either the undertaker or Ric flair in it because Ric flair was about to pop there as well at the same time
3: so so you're right Wait, actually. so the mystery did really work didn't it a lot of yeah. people were like super mm. intrigued i remember you being super intrigued yeah, yeah. Um, the result was probably the <laughs> strangest part. Yeah. i
0: don't think anyone expected it to be as on the nose as well what comes out of an egg a fucking turkey <laughs> yeah. like, maybe some kind of alien or something it was like no no it's just a big yeah. feathery the guy that dances,
2: yeah. um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it could have better actually if it was an pushy or something like that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something. Um,
0: but yeah, absolutely love that one. Um, so the next one to talk about, so it's over
3: to me for this one. Yeah, and, we've, we've uh, kept that until last because uh, <laughs> okay. I think you, need, <laughs> some to some time. Be you honest. need some time for this one. Thanks, uh, guys. So, Cheers, oh, Cheers for that <laughs> 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 as,
0: a, as a fan of alliteration, I'm calling this one. Piss poor pins, right? Now, I'm in good company (laughs) with this. Um, So I know it's also William Regal's pet peeve. It's also my pet peeve as well. So I absolutely despise (laughs) shitty pins. And what I mean by that, so not only just like lazy half ass pins where you don't even like cover the leg properly or when the opponent doesn't even look like, you know, they want to kick out. More specifically, the biggest gripe I've got about this whole thing is that how can you keep someone down for a three count when they're not knocked out, right? I don't understand this big thing in wrestling now where it's like, let's go for the pin. Let's, you know, let's try and roll them up. Like there was that point in time in WWE, like the most dangerous thing in WWE was a roll-up. For, like, you know, last year, it was, like, every fucker was winning a match with a roll-up. And it, it really grinded my gears. Like, you know, a, a recent example that really annoyed me. So I'm a big Liv Morgan fan. I mean, who isn't? I mean, you know, for her wrestling ability, of course. Um, Spectrum, But right? <laughs> I remember when, obviously, she won the money in the bank and then she cashed in on the same night. And how did she beat Ronda Rousey to claim her first-ever women's championship? She kicked her in the knee um, and then just rolled her up for a pin. And it's like, well... I get it. She'd sold the knee the whole match, but that doesn't stop her from kicking out of a. She wasn't knocked out. She literally just went, I'm going to kick you in the knee, you know, like kind of like a horn swaggle, you know, finisher move. Um, kicked her in the knee and rolled her up for a pin, and Rhonda couldn't possibly kick out of that. So stuff like that really annoys me. But ultimately, the whole point of a pin is for three seconds that they're, they're unresponsive, they can't kick out. Um, so you explain to me how any fucker can get a pin on someone. Just with from nowhere and out of nothing, and you know they do that thing like they're running on a treadmill, or they're like a turtle upside down on the back. It's like, <laughs> let me out, let me out. It's like that's not it. just kick out, just put your arm up, just do something. Um, so it really annoys me to see piss poor pins that aren't executed in the right way. And I think another example, um, so like CM Punk versus Wardlow now. I remember I was really hyped for that match. I didn't know how it was going to go because Wardlow was pretty much undefeated at this time. Punk was undefeated at this time. And I was like, this is going to be interesting. And Wardlow beats the shit out of Punk for a solid 20 minutes. And then Punk just kind of climbs back in the ring and rolls up Wardlow. And it's like, I'm not being funny. Wardlow could punt CM Punk to fucking Jupiter when he, you know that would have been a good finish. <laughs> yeah. You know, nice and, and, you know. <laughs> exactly. And it's like CM Punk just rolls him up. Like I, I just don't get it. It feels it feels lazy. It feels like it cheats me out of a finish. You know, stuff like the live thing, for example, it, it can ruin a match for me when you have, you know, a, an absolute spectacle they put on give all their effort, do everything they can to put on a great show. And then it's just a lazy half-assed pin. Like mm. for me, pins should be either they're knocked out, there's no way of getting up, or it should be so intentful that they're trying everything to get out of it and they can't. Yeah. Um, so for me, that's uh, that's my pet peeve. You know, I'm just, as you, as
4: you can probably tell, it, it yeah, <laughs> very it bothers me, Bothers me a little <laughs> no, bit No, I'm 100% um, with you. 100% with you on that. I, I obviously I'm not advocating for uh, you know trying this at home and and performing these moves. But do you ever wrestle your brothers or friends when you were a kid? <laughs> nobody would go nope. down for the pin. It was impossible <laughs> to pin whoever you were facing, so you'd have to go for submissions. So <laughs> I had to you know tap Anthony out every time with an ankle lock. But nobody would ever. <laughs> It's <laughs> Not quite it? how he remembers it. Based so, on, it. <laughs> I've
1: still got the belts. Still got, still got the little belts. <laughs> nice. I, I, I remember, you, I remember you breaking your brother's bro- back with a Boston crab. Uh, but <laughs> of course, let's, let's move on. I-
0: uh, i mean <laughs> okay, okay. okay
1: can you top this
0: um oh, I, okay. I, I knock cool. out my younger brother's two front teeth <laughs> oh. with what I try, move? I imagine trying to explain that to your parents you know <laughs> so it was an accident right <laughs> What have you done? Yeah. Um,
3: was, um was it a super kick
0: um i can't remember what it was i think it was so- something so like unexpected to knock out somebody's teeth but yeah i was just like oh shit
3: his teeth are yeah. on the bed Mom, <laughs> I think that's the worst thing I ever did was to you, and when we were in high school, and I f five'd you, but oh yeah, like you know to casually. the floor. Yeah, I remember that. Oh. <laughs> Probably should have considered that really. Yeah, I, I could execute.
0: I a really, I've got no recollection button. of that actually ever
1: happened. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. Trust me. CTE, CTE, settling in well there. Yeah. somewhere, <laughs> Chris Lewinsky's just gone. <laughs> I sense I've something. been called. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there
0: yeah, is, so
1: there me. is, there is nothing more kind of satisfying though than like a genius pin. So, like, was it on Raw the other week when you get because the Usos typically have a good thing going, don't they? Where they'll have like a clever little assist, and when mm. it was Sammy and oh, I can't remember who it was, but there was a roll up, and then Jay just like almost dropped, kicked him, and just had them <laughs> had them roll back into the ring and sammy got the win um little things like that are genius because you can understand the confusion of hold on am i pinning are they pinning what's going on um yeah so yeah i i get that but sometimes you you can't you can't beat a bloody good pin well that's it at at least
0: look like you're trying to pin the guy don't just be like this especially if like if you haven't hit your finish and it's just like the winner match with like
1: a, forget, a pinky on somebody yeah. and it's like
0: come on come on what are you i doing? love
1: that i love that Mick Foley thing as well where he always he always managed to get a leg just to kind of <laughs> look like he was trying to at least yeah. kick out like just yeah. little little things like that at least at least at least you know he's that brain dead that he can't <laughs> at the end of yeah. that match
0: I mean, I didn't love so much the whole Kogan thing where it's like, okay, you can pin me, brother, but I've got to kick out a 3.1. Like, every time he got pinned, he was like, oh, I was so close. So close.
4: I'm wondering, right, does grabbing the tights add that much leverage to a pin? <laughs> oh, I'm yes. i always wondered.
0: <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> It's like, I would have kicked out, but he got the tights. Hang on, Nikolai's like, yes, I've done this. I know for sure.
4: <laughs> Next time you have the Godfather on, uh, ask him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to
3: ask, though, in terms of piss-poor pins, mm. how do you feel about Nikita Lyons' pin?
0: Oh. <laughs> It's not the best. Is it a pin, good pin? Is it? Is it... Um...
1: It's the best but, pin like, in the world. And, and... <laughs>
0: respectfully.
1: <laughs> respectfully, respectfully. respectfully the best best wrestling, ability, in the
0: world. Um, See, I don't mind it that much because at least she's inflicting some
1: offense. You can kind of believe it's yeah. like a, some kind of splash.
3: Definitely offense there. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's yeah. I it's,
1: ah. it's dreadful. It's like it's up. That that move is up there with Naomi's hip attack. Yeah. Like <laughs> at, at least oh. at least when Asuka does the same move. She kills a fucker. Like she, she goes, (laughs) she goes through people with that move. But yeah, see that, and I'm just like, oh, this is. I mean, it's wonderful to watch, but it's dreadful. It's it's such a it's such a bad offensive move. It's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) But but she could pin me any (laughs) time.
2: Easy Nikolai. It would be super effective, basically. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: i love it um so obviously Brilliant. we've got to save um i mean i don't want to be biased but you know
1: the best to last we're going to head over to ant to tell us uh tell us yours oh, no. so i mean I, there's no point i'm asking now because i've already sworn far too much but i'm, I'm okay to use a, a little bit of bad language are you, you going to be bleeping yeah. it out i understand we're on obviously yeah. uh, honestly
3: we're this is probably the first episode we've done where we've not said the word cunt. yet,
1: which I've obviously <laughs> no done that now. All right, then. You're fine. Say what you like. Right, okay. C-word
0: approved. Um,
1: <laughs> lads, lads, what have you done? I mean, writing this was like opening the queue puzzle in Hellraiser. Like my <laughs> my my hemorrhoids have looked like the ultimate warrior at WrestleMania six for like weeks, just just preparing this, this little piece. Let's talk about the worst thing in professional wrestling the basement dwelling vulgar redneck bigoted possibly racist stuck in the past out of touch one trick pony hate troll that is jim old man yells at clouds cornet the (laughs) grandfather of wrestling twitter spats never did anything of note on the actual product itself should have just stayed hanging around rings, taking photos that he probably wanked off to later on in his little (laughs) white sports socks until somebody thought, well shit, if all the wrestlers on the roster hate this fucking butt plug so much, imagine how the crowd will react when we put him in front of the fucking camera, especially if we give the twat a tennis racket. And Hey, this isn't about whether I agree or disagree with cantankerous Kentucky colostomy bag. What it is about is the fact that he abuses his position to encourage and reaffirm people's behavior in aggressively and over aggressively putting their opinions across civil discussions about what we like and dislike are dead because of fucks like this. The Kentucky Howard Stern, he is not. Stern has got comic timing. He's an engaging presenter. He's got charisma shouting bile isn't charisma. It's not a personality He's pro-wrestling's Alex Jones. He's pro-wrestling's Piers Morgan. He's completely out of touch with wrestling as a whole. I'm fairly certain he secretly wants to fuck Kenny Omega, and that's why he's so obsessed with him. He got (laughs) fired from the NWA for making racist comments on commentary mid-broadcast. And can you imagine anything worse than as a pro-wrestler having Jim Cornette slither up alongside you with his big old fucking jvc home camcorder begging you to fuck his wife so that he can cream his little cook trunks later on when he's in his basement the iwc would not be the same without jim Cornette around it'd be far much better without him he's got a disturbing cult like following of cretins who can't think for themselves has nothing to offer the industry anymore. So just pedals shit merch and spends four to five minutes doing host red ads for products that as a broadcaster is a fucking sin. I acknowledge the irony of me ranting and raving about the tennis racket wielding six fingered creepy uncle of wrestling, but I don't fucking care. (laughs) Him, that, daddy was, that was fucking magical um I'm, I'm so glad i was
3: here for that that was amazing <laughs> like,
0: to be, like to be fair like you know you don't have to hold back you can tell us what you <laughs> yeah you can tell us what you really think you know it's an open for
4: <laughs> therapy's working then is it <laughs> not
1: n- not at all not in the slightest there is nothing worse for your mental health than researching Jim Cornette videos on YouTube. Um, <laughs> it sends you down a real, a real hate spiral that is not good for you. Not good at all. So. And that, that, uh, that, that tennis racket scene, some shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Both ends of it, I think as well.
2: <laughs> but actually it was my choice of words, actually.
3: So... <laughs> I think it was... no. you mentioned um, about civil discussions, a sort of, a, Forgive, I can't remember the exact word, but he sort of ruined civil discussions yeah. within the wrestling community. And do you know what? That is something I, I can totally agree with. Uh, I mean, fortunately, we we've obviously found a, a bit of a forum where we can all have discussions, and everyone is very civil. Like the, the fantasy mm-hmm. Faction group, uh, being an example where we can all we can disagree on things, we can talk about things, but it's all it's all in good fun. But have you ever tried mentioning anything on Twitter <laughs> ever? <laughs> It can be uh, the most just, innocuous comments and you still get hate. <laughs> and I feel like, um, I think like you say, it's, it's the Jim Cornette to this world. or certainly the people who've been empowered by it. That's um, that's where the sort of this belief that the wrestling community
1: is, is toxic. And yeah, um, yeah, uh, I think you're totally right about that. Everything, everything has to be either or it's like, why does it like I'm, I am a, the kind of perennial kind of in the middle fence sitter. Just, I like, I like everything. I like yeah. bits of pretty much everything. Um, <laughs> and but i can acknowledge you know if i don't like something all right, i don't like it but you might really love it like quite a lot of the time you know luke likes what he likes and you know i'd rather not you know end up on a register but <laughs> <laughs> but um but it's it's the fact that it has to be this one or the other it's this tribalism and this and then if you say anything to to dis- that disagrees with my opinion straight away there's conflict so why is the conflict why can't I talk about what I like? You talk about what you like, and we kind of we, we just agree to, to to disagree. But yeah, it's that constant bloody arguing about oh, AEW this, WWE that. Well, look at you know, is Papa H you know already kind of you know failing in his booking and da 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 in this constant back and forth? And it's just it's exhausting, it's absolutely yeah. knackering. Who knew there could ever be such tribalism over you know people rolling around in
0: spandex? It's, a, yeah. um, it's an, in, it's an <laughs> interesting, protected world world that we live in. But <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. You've got these like these corny diehards who just absolutely hang off his every word and it's like mm-hmm. a, his every opinion. You know what uh, what do you call them? That the, you know the Hardly Boys, and he goes on about mm. Kenny Omega, like basically you know, insinuates he was, like, sleeping with, like, Rio when she was, like, 12 and shit. You know, like, he yeah. goes all in, yeah. doesn't he, you know, on his <laughs> show. And you've got people who are just, hey, like... Hey. Yeah, pun <laughs> <laughs> intended. See, I meant that. Um, But, yeah, he, you know, he, he proper goes goes for it. And people are like, yeah, Jim Cornette's completely right. It's like, how can you just hang off someone's every word like that? Surely yeah. there must be certain aspects of some
3: what someone says that you disagree with. Especially, I mean, yeah. that, that Omega one is a prime example. That's quite a, a Woody and accusation that he's got, uh, as I understand it, no base for. And um, people will sort of go off that now because you see that all the time about yeah. it, like about Omega, and you're like, "Well, mm. there's, there's no, tr- well, hopefully there's no truth to that." Yeah, like it's just a wild
1: accusation from what I've seen. Mm. He also, <laughs> I'll be careful what I say now because I don't want to get sued. <laughs> um, but he, he also, it's okay, we'll get sued. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> <He's got> massive. <laughs> um, he he makes a lot of insinuations as well, and I've noticed it certainly around Kenny Omega and like, you know, he calls him things like twinkle toes and stuff, which obviously can have a connotation to his his wrestling style and his aerial style. But he also alludes to a lot that makes him sound very homophobic. Mm. Um, and obviously there's rumors and speculation about Kenny and especially like his relationship with um, Ibushi and stuff. And don't care, could not give a shit, you know. But the fact that he... he Cornette always manages to crowbar it into his reasoning for why he doesn't like him as a wrestler, no. and it's it's horseshit. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's really really. I don't know, personally. I can't see that. You know, it, uh, you know, Kentucky guy uh,
0: can't see. <laughs> uh, Used oh, use oh. the n
1: word during one <laughs> during one wrestling broadcast. Uh, got fired from the NWA two years ago or three years ago for again something that was just so blatantly racist. But again all his followers again come to his come to his aid come to his support and oh you know what a terrible even his friends in the industry you know even the likes of jr and stuff have said what a terrible shame it was was it was it a terrible shame that a racist got kicked off tv (laughs) it's it's an excellent point (laughs) Um, (laughs)
0: it's so weird though as well because like uh, again like I'm kind of on the fence with it because I disagree with a lot of stuff that Corny says and does, but I also find myself listening to him every now and again. I don't really listen to many stuff, but I, I will watch a YouTube clip here or there of, you know, like I listen to his thoughts on the MJF promo stuff to the day and he's, he's mad because he's just so very like, well, I like this tiny little bit, but I hate the rest. And it, it's, it's fascinating to see how you, you know, he, he's almost tribalist, Himself in his beliefs, um, yeah. You think he's arguing with himself
1: there, probably. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. And, and people, people like a lot of his supporters always come out with, you know, he's he's this great wrestling mind, and nobody has more wrestling knowledge than Connor. I mean, nobody probably does have more wrestling knowledge than Cornet. That's probably true. You know, he probably would have made a great wrestling historian, but he's so biased, and this mm. character, this personality, has kind of overtaken so much um, that it, you know his opinion really is is it it doesn't matter anymore because you know it's all everything feels like a shoe everything feels like a work of, of some description um and yeah and the fact that people seem to think that he's the best booker not currently in a booking position is is terrifying absolutely think that as well, line.
0: he's just bought into that he's like he's realized that like his niche his audience is, you know if i bash aw for 45 minutes on my show every week i'm gonna get a good you know amount of people it's kind of like bischoff he was like i want to work for aw then the next minute he was like i fucking <laughs> yeah. hate aw it's like <laughs> I'm guessing something happened there eric did <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they maybe not take you up on that offer you seem to have flipped the script a little um
3: i don't know i feel like there's like a little bit of
0: a niche that you know these guys try and tap into to to get the
1: certain kind of um, tribalists, yeah. that we're going to feed it. Yeah. well,
3: it makes money, sadly, doesn't it?
1: Mm. It does. I mean, you know, busted open do it as well, don't they? You know, where uh, you know it's it's rant based commentary um, that again has landed them in hot water. Um, and then again, you know, a, a, some apologies happened, some didn't. But like the whole Bubba Ray with John the thing telling him that he should apologise for looking after his mental health and his you know, his physical health as well and checking himself into rehab. It's like, fuck right off. <laughs> Who the fuck <laughs> are you to tell somebody that? Jesus. Like, just, oh, wrestling. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good time. <laughs> Again, it's
0: just people in spandex. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's all this um, <laughs> that you don't even think of. So, yeah. Um... So yeah, we've we've kind of been through um, everybody's pet peeves now. So we come to the voting aspect. Um, So as we've said, you can't vote for your own. So we'll go in order um, of who kind of gave the cases. So we'll head over to
3: your good self to vote first. Okay, I'm going to vote for for Luke's distraction finishes, uh, mostly because I'm still very wounded by the... um, tribal chief versus uh true it, it still hurts me and, um, <laughs> and not to bash solo sokoa but the fact that everyone's like oh my god it's like, <laughs> he's a guy from nxt like i'm sure he's going to be great but like it wasn't the big deal he made it out to be and it just sort of yeah i'm still hurt by that so i'm going with distraction finishes myself <laughs> okay nice uh luke what's your thoughts
4: ah uh, well the, the cornet argument is compelling but i can't uh you know physically agree with anything anthony says so i can't really go for that one uh, <laughs>
1: let's see you it's gotta be the piss- dwelling hate troll <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh let's see P- um piss poor pins i think yeah just because it uh yeah there's the you know we've got these big burly burly guys and gals who have you know Eight to ten abs on their body, and they can't kick out of these these terrible pins. So, uh, yeah, got to be piss poor pins for me. Really?
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> Nikolai. Well, it wasn't really that hard for me to choose, actually, because Anthony was uh, on the spot for exactly what's wrong with the wrestling community at the moment. So, I'm all in for Anthony.
0: Okay. Is that uh, so? Is that contract so, signings? Yeah.
2: No, Jim Connett
3: actually. Sorry. Oh, Jim Connett. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Two, yeah. The two Antonies. I was
1: like, which Antonie? Yeah, yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So,
0: <laughs> yes, Jim Connett.
3: <laughs> Trying to push it my way. I Appreciate that, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Um, Nicely done.
0: <laughs> no, I feel yeah. bad now because because uh, the one I was going to pick, which is is, is interesting, because it was it would have been what I would have said first, but you stole it. Um, as I'm going to be contract signings, I don't understand how in this day and age we still book these contract signing segments that just add nothing other than the table flip and it's just a way to waste 30 minutes of TV time for nothing and you know you you don't have it for every match you just have it when well, hmm, what should we do for the, the last segments? I don't know, contract signing? It's just, it's so a last minute decision at this point point. Um, and they're always awful. So, um, and yeah, AW's weigh-in was worse. I still maintain. But yeah, still, that definitely. <laughs> any of those kind of segments <laughs> just don't <really> happen. <laughs> do. Um So I'm going to go for contract signings, which I think might leave. I hope we actually get, you know, what, what are we going to do? There's some
1: kind of tie-break here. Well, everyone every, chooses every each We'll have to get the F out of the the <laughs> So well, we'll go over to answer for the final one. Um, well, of course, I'm going to say, um, just out of spite because Cornet didn't win by landslide, of course, I'm going to say gimmicks to make it a tie. And that'll serve you oh, right. Or not. I <laughs> think, honestly, I'd have, I'd have done the exact
3: same. That, that is fair. So, uh, so I love it. It, it, for, for it, the inaugural one, everything has, has to get the first.
1: I love them. In, in, in all of, in,
0: you know it's funny <laughs> as well i was like yeah i know what we'll do we'll get another three guests on because there's five of us there's no way we'll get a tie then the um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you all you never invited by hey actually what did
2: you expect <laughs> uh, i
4: mean i think that's probably fair they were all compelling arguments i think we all uh, yeah all, all's fair i'm satisfied definitely. with that or is this yeah. a cop-out finish
2: all is fair in love oh.
1: and war and restless. Oh, yeah. All so. the shit we've talked and we do this sort of finish. It's just, <laughs> yeah. we do a ship in two seconds. segments. Quick, someone distract Nikolai. And we'll, we'll roll them up. <laughs> uh, by the way, Anthony, here's the contract for today's segment. Um, <laughs> there goes the table. Uh, <laughs>
0: Though, um, this has been absolutely awesome. So, as you know, as we said yeah. at the start of the show, um, hopefully, we're going to start doing more of these. I think, um, we've just been you know it's been a, a hectic three years, I think, for us, hasn't it? Just, um, oh, yeah, just yeah. like in terms of just starting off thinking nothing would really happen to crazy times that <laughs> we're in now. So, obviously, um, this is obviously we're honored to have you guys as the first podcast we've kind of collaborated with. Yeah. So, hopefully, it's not the last time we collab um, as well. Well, obviously. exactly, yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Well, I mean, I just said that they're dead to me now because they, you know, <laughs> they just made this a tie. Um, but no, obviously. But um...
3: <laughs> well, I mean, obviously. Well, for the sake of um, for the sake of our listeners and our viewers, I think um, do you want to give each of them a few minutes to talk about their podcast and how they can find them? And- Absolutely.
0: So, uh, Nikolai, do you want to tell tell us how your podcast is actually pronounced?
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, actually, it's pronounced wrestler uh, on Norton. But I think actually one of the letters in the in Norton is actually not available in other countries than Denmark. So it's probably that hard to find. (laughs) But but I think also for a lot of people, it will be hard to understand as well in Danish. So it should probably sound a little bit like horror, 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 horror. (laughs) Because we swallow a lot of the letters when we talk Danish. So (laughs) it's probably that hard. But we we have a few episodes in English. But that's why I'm trying to be better talking about wrestling in English here. So so it's a joy for me always to talk with you. And that's what I really love about wrestling. It's what's happening right here, right now, is actually that we could have a decent and pleasant conversation and discussion about wrestling and our look upon wrestling, because in a ways that was actually still in Denmark, wrestling is very small, so we don't have a lot of listeners and that's not what I actually is aiming for, that we will get large and have a lot of listeners and we just wanted to give our view on wrestling and the good thing about our podcast is really that we have a still an active wrestler that has some knowledge about wrestling actually, even though he's an old uh, Bold guy. At, I'm teasing him a little bit from time to time, but um, so so we we just wanted to give the Danish wrestling fans our view on wrestling, and and also get focus on the small promotions in Denmark where we do um, reviews from time to time. So we're still we're only about four months uh, in, but. We're trying to do an episode actually every week, so. And this... to, I
0: mean, it's mad to think four months in because you've i mean—you've yeah. already been top of the the, the Denmark chart and everything on, on the Apple podcast charts and stuff like that. So you're absolutely killing it, man. Yeah, um, yeah you are. Obviously, you know, we'll, uh, we'll we'll try and spell it correctly, at least in the, uh, <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, description. Does... Yeah, we'll put some links on YouTube, stick some links in. The... YouTube, <laughs> links in. Yeah. Yeah. But there was no way I was going to attempt to say it. Um, as yeah, I like yeah. said, blah, 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 would have been yeah. what came out, um, which still would <laughs> be more coherent than Ultimate Warrior promo. But, still. <laughs> um,
2: but I'm also hoping to see some of you next year in uh, LA
1: yeah, yes. you'll see us. Mania, yeah. baby. Yeah, You guys exactly. go.
2: Exactly.
0: They're all you guys going except me and Anthony, who were just like,
2: ah. <laughs> <was our> invite, <laughs> it's got to be an excuse to go now, though,
0: surely. Yeah. Oh, you've gotta got to go. Got to go. We'll,
1: we'll send you a picture. Yeah. <laughs> <guess>. We're going <laughs> to. I'll if, drive you around. Are we not doing the fantasy faction title presentation from front row on hard cam?
0: Yeah, but we're going to have to do it, aren't we? Because we're obviously winning that thing. Clearly,
1: so, yeah. You know, we're going to have to... <laughs> oh. You oh, are if Luke not keeps happy about picking that. our team. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah, even get me started I mean... on that pack as captain. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. <Yeah. laughs>
2: We, um, we'll, we'll see who will win this round. So. I mean, to be
1: fair,
0: you're coming for yeah, us, yeah, like coming yeah. for us. Uh, but we'll see. It's only week two. There's plenty. I, more to I'm come. gunning for you guys.
2: <laughs> oh man, you <laughs> friendly here. Um. The, the latest wrestling gimmick, the gunslinger. <laughs> the guns. <laughs> yeah, I love it, man.
0: Um, and so, obviously, over to, to Anton Luke as well
1: to tell us about G Pop.
4: Yeah, well. well Anthony, I don't know. Do you want to tell them about fantasy faction real quick? Yeah, because fantasy faction.
1: The um the game, the game we devised um just to prove who knew more about wrestling, and then it kind of spiraled and, and we ended up getting other people. Um born from Luke's love of spreadsheets, <clears throat> absolute sadist that he is uh yeah it's like how is the how is there not a you know your fantasy faction you got fantasy NFL and obviously baseball and stuff in America how is there not a pro wrestling fantasy faction um across the different companies so so we made it um we we made it we we practiced it for a year we realized it was a terrible idea um but we started talking about it on the podcast and then roped in more and more other podcasts like yourselves you guys um to, to come on board uh, and we thought we were great at it we'd the the kicker is is that we'd been playing this for a good 18 months before we got everybody else involved and we've been shitting it ever since. <laughs> um, so <But laughs> The beauty is
0: though, it's your it. game. You can just change the rules and be like, Oh, well actually there's a, you know, special round where, you know, <laughs> yeah. this, you know, game, you gave you <laughs> yeah, hundred points to cheap off. Just <laughs> he won't get, he won't let me
4: go Sonia Deville on it. I keep trying
0: to get approval, oh. but he
4: says
1: we got to keep it firm. It's unreal. I'm trying. It's, ab- <laughs> it's absolutely unreal. Um, But we couldn't have written it any better. But yeah, it's it's just a really fun kind of way of, I mean, a when when the programming gets a bit stale. So it really got us through COVID, and with the terrible kind of Raw and SmackDown bookings that were just because we had things, you know, we had bets on the line. Um, so it's it it makes it interesting. Um, it's it's a really good way of just connecting with with other people. So obviously. I mean Cheap Pop Wrestling as a podcast came together when uh, Luke uh, lives in California I'm in Cheshire and obviously we grew up together we hadn't spoke properly for a long time and it was just a way of us reconnecting really during during some really difficult times talking about the thing that we both loved still but we didn't. it was that kind of closeted. I like pro wrestling, but it's okay. Like we don't have to talk about it that that whole fake kind of shame <laughs> thing. Um uh, but yeah, it, it spiraled and and just we loved it. We, we brought in other people. We've got other friends that kind of get involved from time to time with it as well. And then the best bit of it is that we've we've met, you know, you guys in the in the kind of wrestling podcast community as well. So there's plenty of shit banter that that goes on in the uh in in the instagram groups and, and the whatsapp groups and stuff but yeah the, the fantasy faction is you know it's it's a lot of fun um that the scores reset every month as well so you can either we have one kind of private group with friends where the scores just running all the way through the year uh, who's winning that one luke at the minute is it um pretty sure it's this guy are we still playing uh, it? i don't think i didn't think we were still yep, playing it. I'm, I'm pretty sure i've already won and we're only six months in that's how devastating i've been focusing on is. the podcast mate i don't know. Uh, don't know i'm sure you have you've been fucking focusing on something He's to pull your finger out with the podcast group but yeah with with, with the inter intercontinental <laughs> <Inter-pod-ten-ental? laughs> it's intercontinental belt that that we've got to go in and um, the scores reset every month so you can always join in it's never too late to kind of get get stuck in i'm sure we'll have prizes come come wrestlemania season um you know a slammy awards type thing we, we definitely are looking into getting a strap made as well how we're gonna circulate that across the fucking globe? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's gonna be a lot of shipping gets paid, but yeah, it's it's gonna really be more really, well good. traveled than any of us. That'll be good. No? <laughs> <laughs> have to make it out of cardboard just make like 50 cardboard titles <laughs> and just post them out uh but yeah if you um if, if anybody does want to get involved or if you want to set up your own game yourself with your friends and stuff uh give us a follow on on the social medias um get in touch with luke i'm sure he won't mind um showing you his defining creation of his life uh, Didn't know where that was going, going then, to be honest. <laughs> 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 follow uh, him, he won't mind showing you his uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> that's all tap on. <laughs> he puts the spread in spreadsheet. It's <laughs> <laughs> um Sorry. but yeah, it's it's really good fun. So um, yeah, I mean on Twitter, follow me at um at cheap pop tony. Um follow the podcast at the underscore cheap underscore pop. Is it the same on Instagram? I can never remember. i have missed biggest mistake of my life was leaving the socials to you.
4: Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't get over the Saraya soraya issue. I must tweet about it. <laughs> um yeah, so on Instagram at the underscore cheap underscore pop, yeah, you can find link there to uh, our podcast, which yeah, outside of the fantasy faction, uh we rant and rave and ramble about wrestling sometimes. So yeah, check us out at the uh, the cheap pop wrestling wrestling with an r i know the initials are cpr but re- b- believe me we're not really doing any resuscitation or reviving or <laughs> anything like that in fact oh, you know, our the rss wrestler. feed shows that we've got like, graveyard listeners somewhere in england like that we did the location the heat map and there's
1: a graveyard somewhere i don't know is it lancashire no anyway, our, yeah. our our most our biggest listening hotspot is a graveyard in denver colorado so <laughs> So, listen to your peril. What's up, dead folks of Denver? <laughs> um, <good boy. laughs> uh, Appreciate you. What? What? One both thing both I will awesome just... and terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Where... Hey guys, let's
0: all go down to the graveyard and rock out to G-pop. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> who is this audience? Oh. You know? we, we also, um, if, if you didn't have enough encouragement to come to come to Mania um, f- for next year, we also have an a, a ongoing predictions war, and and the last last year. the the forfeit was steaks and beers. So whoever predicts uh, the least amount of right events over the course of the year between me and Luke, uh, the loser had to buy steaks and beers. I lost. I'm a man. I'll admit when I lose. Uh, The forfeit next year is... Do you remember when you used to play FIFA and if you lost 5-0, you had to make a public apology on Facebook that you'd brought disrepute and shame onto your family and all that kind of stuff? We're going to get T-shirts and signs printed and the loser has to be publicly shamed throughout wrestlemania weekend That's um awesome. so at, at the moment i think you're losing as well aren't you luke <laughs> i think things aren't looking good losing right. not lost what's your shirt size <laughs> <laughs> so uh there's, there's going to be a lot of shenanigans to come uh, so yeah mania is definitely one not to not to miss
0: Absolutely love it.
1: Um, but yeah, honestly, guys, thanks so much again. Um, as we said, we're, if you
0: watch on YouTube, we'll stick the links in the descriptions and stuff like that. If you watch on Pro Wrestling TV, as the guys said, go and um, check them out on the socials. Definitely partake in the fancy faction. We've uh, we've had a lot of fun. I say this now because we're the reigning champions. I hated it up until then. Um, but, you know, <laughs> when you're on top, it's good. Um, oh, so yeah, you're definitely ba- follow them. Uh... Just
2: from me. From me. i I mean
0: we say it's friendly fun but then
1: nikolai threatens to shoot you so you know you've got to um you know i love how calmly intimidating nikolai is like i don't want to win it anymore i'm just like it's fine just take it just take it it's it's so sinister yet so 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 sweet at the same time
0: yeah um so yeah honestly guys we've had a lot of fun um and we genuinely appreciate you having you. uh, you guys on the show and um, yeah um, have we got anything else to plug and promote obviously Top Rope Brewing 6th um, yeah, yeah. birthday coming up soon so make sure you get some beers use A to the K 10 uh, to pick up 10% off your order there um, buy merch
3: buy merch any, pro you know. wrestling
0: tees if they ever accept any you know designs we send that's, that's them, true um, we,
3: we, we struggle getting accepted maybe we're too controversial <laughs> yeah. I just don't maybe. know maybe
0: um, I mean I wanted to wear a t-shirt that said Tony can't apparently you can't you can't put <laughs> <laughs> so there is that oh, yeah. um i think we've got an acclaimed one that's awaiting uh yeah you know probably yeah. <laughs> wait waiting rejection yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean i wonder why i'm like it's an acclaimed one I've, I've shot myself in the foot there by saying that it's inspired it's it's rock paper yeah. sizzling me it's fine um but anyway uh once again thanks so much for coming on and we will see you next time Take yeah care. thank
4: you
2: thank you guys
0: cheers guys bye
2: see you